We now join this season one episode of Father Figure Podcast already in progress. Thanks for listening. Can I just have a refill of the regular, like, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess you can't do that at Tim Hortons, but no, they should be able to. They're pretty cheap there. And if you don't, like, give them, like, a dime or a nickel or something, they lose their shit. They just look at you. A lot like when you go to the Walmart or something like that, and they're like, would you like to donate today? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Funny about like, that. I already did. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I have all this junk food for me to eat. <laughs> Uh, but I yeah. really don't want to give 50 cents to the children's yeah. hospital. Yeah, you always hit the dollar button. You're like, yeah, all right, dollar, dollar. Yeah. But, like, it's I truly don't believe it goes to any kids at all. I don't think anyone gets it. But the rich people, truly. So. Well, I think what happens is, it, I think in a roundabout way, you're right about that. Because I have a thing, because my son was in the, in the hospital for a while, that I every time it's like, IWK, I'm like, yeah, let's do oh, it. I, I agree. I, yeah. But, um... And I usually give a dollar, two dollars, or whatever. But what I don't like about it is it's your money. You're giving that, right? But at the end of the year, they're going to stand with a big check at the IWK, right? Like, and it's going to say, from Walmart, lower sackful. And you're like, what? That was my money. <laughs> I mean, that's not your money. I, I can look at it differently for the IWK, sure. Uh, but they don't really tell you what year. Would you like to donate to this charity today? Like, I, I, I guess. Like, there's a South Park episode on that, too. It is oh, really, really well done, yeah. This guy keeps uh, donation shaming Randy. It's pretty good. He starts crying and everything. It's, it's good. It's good. But you just wonder at the end, like, where's that money actually going to? I just think it's going to well, 99% rich people and then 1% people that actually need it. Do you think that they actually do the match donation things? Or do you think they like, they're like, ah, oh, we didn't make that much. And they like, they find a way to hide it. Oh, they definitely hide it. I would definitely say they hide it. Yeah. They, like at this point in time, it's 2020. Like they would probably hit their max. They don't need anything else after 20, 30 years, even more of charities and everything. Yeah. My God, they must hit a max. But you know, everybody needs money, so I, I get it. Yeah. But I'd say it's like four out of five times I'll donate the dollar or two. Yeah. But the other dollar, you're just like, ah, yeah, like you already got me yesterday. Yeah. But if you say no, they look at you like you're a pedophile. They're just, yeah. <laughs> they give you that look like, oh, you're such an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And like, damn, man, like, I just donated like four hours oh, yeah, ago. That, I was, I was just sad. here. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in yeah. the ending, I don't know. I went to, uh, <clears throat> I went to uh, the Sunnyside Mall there last year. Yeah. And uh, there was, um. That place still exists? It does. It actually does. Oh, it, Bedford it has, like, Place re- is the one that's like a ghost town. I think they're both pretty good ghost towns at this point. <laughs> yeah. One's the old person mall. One's like the relatively old person mall. Yeah. But one's really old and the other's not. So yeah. And yes, but one's really old. Right. It'd probably be Sunnyside. One's like a hospice. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's like... end of life care. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like the first scene from 28 Days Later. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> yeah. But uh, what was I saying? Uh, da, da. You were in the bed for place mall, but except, but you said. Oh yes, yes. And there was um, there was a donation thing, and it actually had to do with um, uh, something I see in that movie, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. You ever see that movie? No. Powerful movie with Gerard Butler. It's amazing. Oh, it's incredible. Incredible story. Uh, Double double. Medium is fine. Can I get a medium two cream and a medium double double? Sure. Can I get you anything else? Do you anything else? I'm good. Nope. That's it. Thank you. Four oh five. Drive through, please. Thank you. Um, I got some change on here, but it's all good. I 
I got it, man. It's part of the rider for appearing on the all podcast. Right, all right, well, I wouldn't <laughs> mind buying you a coffee, you know? It's been well, a while, too. When I go on your podcast... Yeah, it'll probably be never, but you I'll can buy me a co- <laughs> You can buy me a coffee. Yeah, I'm like the senior citizen of technology. I'm behind on everything. Yeah, Except but, I have an iPhone. Um, but yeah, no, anyway, Machine Gun Kelly. I might have to take you up on that coffee. <laughs> 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 Where's my car? No, I found it. Okay, okay. You sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find my wallet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going for breakfast here I, today. I, but I did the polite, like, pocket tap. Yeah, it's good. Pocket tap's okay. Yeah. It's different if I feel your pocket. Like, ah, oh, yeah, you sick. <laughs> Do you have your wallet on you? That's yeah, not yeah. my pocket. It's funny. Crotch. Um, but yeah, Machine Gun Kelly is an incredible story, incredible movie. What's it all about? Um, I, I can't remember his name, to be honest. I, I did. I literally knew this like three weeks ago, too, but I've rewatched it a few times. Um, long story short, is this guy. Good morning. Hello. It's going to be 405. Do you have it. a reward card? I don't. There's two cream and double double. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. You too. It's funny. Yeah, she's probably like, you son of a bitch. You don't want to give me a quarter, you prick. Oh, yeah, well, there's no tip option when you pay debit. No, I know. Well, fuck them. <laughs> you pay cash all the time still, even with COVID? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Some, well, I, I play poker guys. once a week, so I always have some oh, kind yeah. of cash on me. I think I got like a 20 on me. The wife took the rest of it. Yeah. yeah she, she's good at finding that in the wallet. Like, oh, like, hey, that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> did you, um, does that mean that you won if you had like more than 20 bucks at the end of the night? Uh, well, you break even if you had 20 at the end of the night. And right. I've done actually really good the last like five or six weeks because I've been off work and I'm just not as stressed. Whatever. Yeah. So when are you going back to work, man? Are you all... tomorrow? Really? Yeah, two and a half months off, and I'm back tomorrow. I'm so oh, excited! Crap. Like, man. I can't wait to go back and get another hernia. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're gonna be slow tomorrow, or are you ready? Work on it. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely not ready. There's something went wrong this time, but anyway, what I was gonna say is yeah. I went to Sunnyside Mall, and we'll there was unpack uh, that later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get to this story, yeah. but then Tim Hortons interrupted me. Let's, really let's hard. try. Let's see it's how much It's really hard to start and finish a story with me as the podcast host because I just keep interrupting and changing the subject. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's kind of like Bobby Mack on Q104. Yeah. It's good. He, he's a good guy, though. I've seen him at uh, Costco a couple times. Man, I was on the I was on the um, bus with him in Cuba once, like going to the resort. He was like sitting right in front of us. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I went into the Sunnyside Mall. This is, I, I can't remember how long, four or five months ago, maybe half a year ago. I don't know. But there was uh, there was this little stand talking about the donations or whatever. And it was a stand for um, an African's uh, orphanage uh, over, obviously, in Africa. Right. And uh, anyway, it actually hit me, like, hit me with the, what do you call it? Hit me with, hit me with the heart. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Got but pulled um, on your heartstrings. It pulled. That's what I was trying to say, but I was yeah. mentally challenged and I couldn't do it. Yeah. So what I was going to say was, um, I actually donated to them. You know, usually you walk by, you're like, I don't want to talk to them. They always, oh, we'll give you this box of chocolates for donations. And I actually knew the donation through that movie, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, sorry, uh, that's that's the wrong one. Uh, Machine Gun Preacher. Sorry. Is that uh, a different movie? Machine Gun Kelly is the shitty rapper that now turned punk rock because oh. he tried to take on Eminem. 
Okay, but the yeah. machine but the, gun preacher is the name of the movie. Yeah, is the name of the movie. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I highly recommend it to everybody listening. Um, anyway, yeah, this guy in the states actually gave his entire life up because he he was um, he, he ended up. Well, I don't want to give too much of the story because he, you should watch it. Okay. But anyway, long story short is he is a guy that actually helped a lot of children that are being forced to go to war oh, and they're man. only like ten or eleven years old and like, you'll cry, you'll definitely cry. Yeah. It's, it's fucking sad. My wife cried like fifteen times, but like man. He helps these kids, and he keeps building orphanages, and okay. these people keep blowing it up and trying to kill the kids and everything. Uh, so he keeps giving everything he has in the states and trying to ask all these rich people that are hiding all their money right. to donate to them and donate to them. Anyway, at the end of the story, you find out that he has done countless amount of things for children, has built apartments over there, has kept wow. you know thousands of them safe for years and uh, he's still going to this day I, I wow. hate that I can't find his name I don't know his name right um, but no. this is obviously all, all true stuff too. oh it's true yeah. it's, he's done Crazy. nothing but incredible things for children and he uh, I'm not sure how close the movie is to his own family in his real life because right. you don't know anything with that yeah. but it's a powerful story and he just he sees like in the movie it shows like, you know his daughter is ready for prom or whatever wants to get a limo and he's like are you fucking crazy we don't need this we don't right, need that right. like he gives up everything he has, tries to like mortgage his house to give more bit of charity and money to these kids that he's trying to build orphanages for. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. It starts out so violent too. It's yeah. It's complete change of character. It's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, but I yeah I donated to that society there um, half a year ago, whatever, and I, I you know they were like, oh here's your chocolates, and I was like, no thank you, like my god. Like this, if you guys were even here, you're lucky enough to be in Canada. Like this is insane. Yeah. I was just like, whatever I had in my wallet, I gave it to him. I was like, here, take it, take it. And they're like, oh my god, thank you. And they kept trying to offer me chocolates, and I'm like, I don't want something to yeah. donate something. Like, yeah. Even at Walmart or McDonald's or whatever the fuck you go to that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Would you like to donate? You put your name on the wall. It's yeah, like, yeah. No, I don't. I don't want recognition for that. Thank you. And yeah, yeah. It's really weird, but. That's kind of what happens. Yeah, it's funny that you you started with like you what you're like. It's like when people ask you to donate, and you kind of had that attitude of like fuck that. But yeah. And like it's that that's like a classic. Like this is like such a good analogy for Zach Sink as a guy. Because <laughs> then by, by by like five minutes in, if you're still listening to this point, you're like, oh wait a sec, he completely has the opposite fucking. Well, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. It's but it's like hard. I believe in donating to the right people. Imagine. Especially for Christmas time, man. You donate yeah. to the right to a specific family and you can help them. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But it's that thing also, like, with you, it's like, at, well, I, maybe not with you so much, but with me, I get a lot of, like, people that get me service, like, a little bit of me. Yeah. They're like, that guy's an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right off the bat, like, I don't need to spend any more time getting to know this guy. Yeah. And then you get to know me, like, quite a bit more and a, <clears throat> a lot of people will find out that there's, like... There, there is some good stuff in there. It's kind of like an analogy for what how you came in. You're like, man, I don't donate not even fifty cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then now you have this big long story about like that. That is a nasty situation that happens over there, man, with the child soldiers. Oh, like, it's disgusting! It's disgusting. Man, the, uh, the you fact, should watch that. Watch that movie. I didn't watch that particular movie, but I do know a bit about that situation. Yeah. And and how that goes down, and and I've seen things about like. Just man, that those are such dark stories, man. 
to to see how that all happens. Yeah. How you Sad. how you can how they can um, you know systematically get a child to become a soldier uh, through a lot of different like stimulus and you know what I mean a lot of different ways that they like basically twist them and yeah the most evil thing that I've heard that they do is they get them to kill their parents sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of that. Yeah. I mean, it's just that is that is so so far out of my field of expertise of something I can like feel like I can help with. I think I, I, I feel like I'd be in the same situation where you're just like, yeah, take some of my money, but I, I, man, what do you do other than that? Like, what do, what are we supposed to do about that? I don't know. You don't know. Unless you actually, like, go there and try to physically help, I don't think anyone can help besides donating. Yeah. You know, we've actually discussed things that Brittany ball her eyes out even with this guy, and I, I can't. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Yeah. I know he's Machine Gun Preacher was his nickname, and there's a story to all that, but you can watch yeah. the movie and find out. Right. But, um, anyway, it's just incredible. We have actually discussed, uh, Brittany and I, to donate to this society ourselves, which yeah. we technically, I technically did that day, too. Yeah. But we were, we were really looking into, um, there's a lot of stuff I, I can't say, yeah, whatever, okay. to anyone yeah. right now, but there's, there's, you know. There's things that you're, you're been moved to do. Yes, yeah. yes, so. Anyway, we we have discussed a lot of that, and yeah. uh, we we do plan to try to help our best. I mean, if anyone in the whole world could do it, even just even if anyone can just donate a hundred dollar each, like you're literally saving a hundred bucks is not a lot of money to right. people. Where you just you know you both work full time, yeah. you can make it work. You yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, you can do incredible stuff even with that. But let mm-hmm. them own more money will help. It's just you can see in the movie what a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars or whatever can do. Over there, I see. Kids. Yeah, yeah. You can see the impact of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, fuck. That's a that's a real heavy topic. I it find, is actually. Yeah, I find it like. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about it. Like, I don't mind going into heavy shit, but I find like, you, even though you recommend the movie, like, I have to be so careful about the things I put into my brain sometimes because it's not that I'm. Like I said, I'm not totally ignorant to that situation. Like, yeah. I, there's probably a lot of information in there that I don't, I don't already. Well, both know. of us. But, yeah, but uh, I gotta but, turn that the heat, the oh, heated yeah. seat off. I feel like I'm pissing myself. Oh shit! There you go. <laughs> Here we'll turn everything down a little Beautiful. bit. Beautiful. But um, but yeah, it's like when when like what you're saying about Brittany, like she she just cried like five times. It's like man, that would probably happen to me too. And then I'm like, I I, I could see just being taken out for a few days when I, I mean it's happened to me before where I watch really sad things yeah and I'm just down and out you know what I mean it's like garbage in garbage out kind of thing even though that's a real important cause that it should, people need to know about it yeah so that they can help but also I find it really hard to like to keep moving sometimes man when I when I get weighted down by all the shittiness of the world oh you have to you have to filter it and take it in stride to yeah. see you just have to know what's out there mm-hmm. I like to put a lot of stuff in that has to do with changing, trying to change those things. Like, I don't really know for that particular situation what you could do, but I have a lot of ideas and information about how we could change, like, how a lot of people suffer with poverty and stuff. Yeah. But, and then that's what I've decided to do by changing the where I work. Like, I used to sell cars for my whole friggin' career. Yeah. And just a couple of years ago, I decided to take, like five steps back and change industries entirely and now I'm more in like the efficiency industry construction and stuff and now I'm like connected up with the right people 
almost feel that like I'm in a better, much better situation, even though I'm making a lot less money now, but I feel like I'm in a better situation to make more positive changes because I'm connected with like pretty, pretty like influential people in that realm, right? Yeah, of course. And uh, I just feel like if I was still selling cars, yeah, I'd probably be making more money, but it's like, what would I be able to do with my influence? And so it's like, I made a conscious decision to go back before my son was born and like, and I was working for Justin over at Evergreen for like 13 bucks an hour. Like, if <laughs> yeah. Katie wasn't, if I wasn't married to Katie, like, I wouldn't have enough money to eat, right? Like, yeah. like below the poverty line. But then a year of doing that and learning the industry and trying to figure it out, like, now I've already been promoted in my new company, like, once. It's like, now I'm on the way, right? And I'm yeah. connecting up with the right people. So it's like, in a few years, hopefully I'll be in, in good, in a good spot where things I can actually pull some levers on some things and make make some help make some changes or be a part of them oh that'd be great I think the way I, that, I fucking hope it happens for you man Jesus I think the way that things fucking operate right now is absolutely ass backwards man like I know you like your job and you like going to work right sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. I just think I have this opinion that most people like especially office workers that go underneath the fluorescent lights for eight hours a day you know what I mean and yeah most mundane workers, they don't really, that's not where it really where people like derive the like passion and enthusiasm for living. And I just think that we got it completely backwards, man. We shouldn't be taken away from our families for 40 hours a week. You know, I agree. Unless you want to be, unless, you, unless you're an artist or something that you, that's what you want to do, but you should have the freedom to choose. You shouldn't have to ever choose between like, oh, can I like provide a sustainable, like healthy living for my family? Or can I spend time with them? You know what I mean? And that's the kind of the choice that's on the table now for most people. Oh, I definitely agree, yeah. man. Look at this year with COVID. Yeah. How many, you know, as crazy as it can be, how many families were blessed this year to even have that fucking time with your kids you oh, would yeah. have never gotten your entire life, who our parents have not even gotten, right? Yeah, that's right. You would never got to, I never got to see my kids this much this year. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And I worked through the whole thing, but just knowing they were home, yeah. even for the extra couple hours at the end of the day, instead of in daycare or something, like, it's crazy. Yep. You know, Brittany, she dealt with all that most of the, uh, most of the whole year while I was working. I was one of these essential workers that were currently essential, and I never got a dime extra for it. But yeah, keep yeah. going. So anyway, yeah, no, that was that was crazy. real messed up when that when that all went down, right? Because it was like, okay, if you're like, we found out who the essential people in society are, and like, a lot of them were like, like grocery store workers and stuff. Like they're not making a ton of money, you know no. what I mean? And like, and then there was tradespeople and stuff that you guys kept going and stuff like that. But like. A lot of the people who are like, you guys got to keep working and be in the most dangerous situations, and we're paying you the least. You yeah, know what I mean, and Enjoy. it's just crazy that that happened. But it, it, to me, it showed like it was such a clear like. Well, doesn't isn't this obvious to anybody yet that this the way that we organize things is fucking ass backwards? <laughs> like, yeah, like our is. our society is so fragile, man. But now people are pretty much back. And I feel like we're pretty, our attitudes are all pretty much, like around here anyway, because we're in the bubble. I feel like most people are pretty much, it's, it's pretty much business as usual now, it's just people wear masks. That's what I find. Yeah, basically. And I mean, that's that's only our bubble. Like, yeah. if you look outside of Canada right now, the whole country is like in a huge pandemic state of panic. Like, I know. It's, we're actually extremely it's lucky like right now that we're safe. Like, we can get together right now. Like, I know. It's like the whole world, though, man. Like, I feel like Atlanta, Canada is, like, in this literal isolated bubble somehow. Yeah. 
Like, it's, it's insane. Like, yeah. everywhere has it, and we're, like, just keeping on, you know? Yeah. Like, keeping, keeping safe. Anyway. We haven't actually discussed how, like, five out of ten this coffee is. Have you discussed? Have you tried? Yeah. It's, it's not the best. No, you know? it's but not. That, that's what you get with Timmy's. It's, it's like, true. hey, welcome to Tim welcome to Tim Hortons. It's, uh, it's, it's going to get you by, but, like... <laughs> It ain't yeah. no Starbucks. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Starbucks is usually pretty flavorful. I will give it that. It's just not worth the money. But is it worth the time? Like, you wait like five minutes, yeah. probably extra, yeah. but they put that little bit of effort in, yeah. and you have that first sip of Starbucks. It's never like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, I hope it's better tomorrow. Yeah. You're just like, I'm going to get it tomorrow because it's fucking way better. So you love Starbucks. I do love Starbucks, oh, but I man. just, you know, we go with the white, but... Anywhere, anyone else I go to uh, get a coffee with, it's always Tim Hortons. Mm. And I always make fun of it. They're but sweet. I always drink it. <laughs> and I always pay for it. Like, yeah. I mean, today, you know, you pay it, so thank you. But, yeah. You know, and and like 50% of the time, I'll tip because most times they're just terrible with service and they're assholes. So yeah. I don't want to give you a quarter. Um, yeah, it is totally a flip coin, a coin flip. It's like a 50 50. It really you, is. You might yeah. get a good coffee this time. Yeah. But that's what makes life exciting, man. <laughs> <laughs> my my uncle, uh, my uncle Gord always he has actually a song and like part of it uh, actually includes your trip to Hortons in the morning. Oh yeah. But he told me it's like what well, you just said. It's a corn flip. <laughs> your coffee will tell you what your day is about to be. Like if you, it's a Monday morning and you have a sip on your coffee and it's shitty, you're yeah. like, oh, you're fucked. Your, yeah. your day's already over. <laughs> You already know you're gonna drop something off something high on a job site. Yeah. You're just gonna break. You're gonna forget this. And the, oh man, yeah. it's just brutal. It's like yeah. this whole day started out washing your face, brushing your teeth, getting up and leaving, going for that coffee. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, it's over. The day's over. It's 9 a.m. It's over. <laughs> yeah, it does so suck funny. when you get when you hit you get a big loss right in the morning as soon as you wake up and you're just like, damn it, is this yeah. is this predicting? And you've probably been there now. You're a father, my God. But Man. you wake up and you hear your kid barfing. And you're like, well, this is going to be a good day. <laughs> oh, that's fucking perfect Sunday. This, yeah. this, is what I, this is what I'm into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lucky it didn't happen this weekend. But, yeah. you know, oh, God. Kids are an interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> Man. They're so fun, though. Oh, kids are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky to have two. And. We're actually discussing having a third. Really? Yeah. We just, um, it's crazy to think about it. You're just going to keep pumping them out over there. Now we, we're we are thinking about three. We, yeah. We've always discussed three. And I, I would like a, a little daughter, but I'm not going to get it. I'm going to have three boys. Three I, boys, This yeah. is my prediction now. Yeah. It's going to be a boy if, yeah. we, if we do start going down that alley. Three boys would just wreck all your shit. Oh, everything. Yeah. Every Everything in the house. Yeah. Every tool, like... I think you seen the video a couple years ago, like Bronson's playing with my screwdrivers and just like smashing the wall with them. I'm like, that's great. You're yeah. two. I was You're wondering, because you just did your basement, didn't you? Like recently? Not yeah, I, I, I haven't stopped on my house really. Yeah. I'm just like, what is he doing? Why doesn't he just leave it bare down there like, <laughs> until his kids move out? That's an OCD thing. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. No, but like we we're, were, me and Katie were like, ah, we would like to get new furniture. And we're just like, no, why are we, why are we going to get new furniture right now? Like our kids just going to mess it up. Until yeah. you know what I mean? It's actually funny you mentioned the furniture thing because that's, that's the beauty of conversation. Yeah. Is we uh, we just bought new furniture. Oh yeah. And uh, we've had our couch for three years, and Bronson's almost four now, and he 
really fucked that one up. Like, just jumping <laughs> on it. The couch ends up being a trampoline, no matter yeah. what size. We got this big-ass one from the brick, a huge owl couch. Yeah. It's like 17 feet long one way and 10 <laughs> feet the other way. He yeah. just uses it like it's a ballet course, just yeah. going everywhere. Anyway, we, um, yeah, we decided, you know, it's time. So we went to the brick, and uh, we shopped around, did our thing, went to the brick, and it was actually the better deals. So excuse me, we actually bought two couches um, around, I think it was it was about two weeks after my surgery, so right around the beginning of September. And uh, it, it wasn't cheap, mm. but we bought them, and we are like, okay, so when do we have it delivered? They're like, um, early November, um, oh, yeah. maybe December. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, we bought them beginning of September, and yeah. it's what today, uh, November 1st. Yeah, we're, we still have our old couches. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's bullshit. How long taken? It's, it's like, well, I should have just went to Amazon and got the two-day overnight delivery. Well, that Amazon screwed <laughs> us over, too. Did they? We actually bought Bronson a bunk bed for no reason. He just wants a bunk bed. For, yeah. That was that was fun paying for it. <laughs> but he, uh, <laughs> no, we just bought him a bunk bed. Yeah. And uh, it, we, we, it was over the wait period. It was like Amazon said it'll be delivered in, you know, seven days or whatever because it's a heavy item. It's like, whatever, sure. And it was like 20-something days later. We'll say 28 for the point of the movie, 28 days later. Yeah. And um, it was like right after that, they wrote Brittany and said, your package has been sent back to the factory. And it's like, you didn't give us a heads up at all that we just, you know, we were waiting this whole time. And Bronson's like, I want my bed, I want my bed. And if your kid has a goal, like (laughs) he doesn't stop, man. It's it's like a goal for a good coffee. Your kid is waking up like, I want that bed. I want that bed today. Yeah. If it doesn't come, I, I'm going to piss you off, Daddy. Yeah. But no, it's, it was like that for a whole month. So, how so, old is Bronson now? Bronson's uh, four in Jan- four? January. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. January 28th. So, he's like, Lachlan. Lachlan will be 21 months on the 15th. Oh, you go with the months. Well, the months. under two years, there's like... He'll be two. In okay. Jan- he'll be two in January. Okay, yeah. yeah, let's let's do that. That's yeah, I think the moms go with the months. The, the fathers yeah. go with the years. Right? Yeah. We'll, we'll say two. If, if you're a bronze, it's about four. Lachlan's about two. Unless you're a good father <laughs> and you care about your kids, well, <laughs> <laughs> then you go with the months. Okay. That's good. If you're a mother, you're going with the days. <laughs> yeah, you go with the hours. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, <clears throat> so, how are you liking it though? Oh man, it's the, it's what we're put on earth to do. Yeah. Like that's the easiest way you can sum it up. Yeah. You're here to procreate and obviously everything in your body is like, yep, that was the right move. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That was exactly what you should have done in this situation. <laughs> and pregnant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> like there's like I, I don't know, it's 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 it is very much like being super thirsty and at me and being handed a glass of water for me. It's like one of your primal Urgent. It's beautiful. Yeah, having awesome. children is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except the bad nights. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's absolutely. It was a good amount of dead air though, when they sleep. <laughs> you gave it almost like a second and a half. Yeah, we both we both did actually. Yeah. So we're both like, just like, oh, it's fantastic. Except yeah. those nights. There's that looming looming butt. Yeah, you know, like hanging up there. Like you know, you, you know, they, I think they did it because of. Uh, today's society you know with the movies bad moms bad moms yeah. too and whatever mm-hmm. but like they won't make a bad dad's movie no because it's just you know they're it's thinking just... the man thing is already over overdone right yeah but like there there should be a bad dad's movie yeah. you know like yeah. put make that you know bad moms three make it bad dads I and feel let's, like... let's see some dad shit yeah but I think you know we've normal. had like 30 years of movies like that exactly so like, i understand everything everything out there is bad dads like 
every sitcom, the dad's always a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> it, like every movie, yeah, like, he's always true. like... It's, and then he gets the odd heartfelt conversation in as a boy. Yeah, it's like, oh, you are a good dad. I'm yeah. a bad father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, liar, liar. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not a bad father when you're around. Yeah. <laughs> like you've been... Man, like, that's, that's, that's... You're eating the heartstrings, too. Yeah. Man, what a, what a friggin' genius of a performer, man. Except, Jim Carrey? Yeah. Except, Incredible. Except recently. He's kind of... You don't like his show? No, I can't hit... I, I tried it. I tried it, too. I can't do it. See what I mean? Yeah. He's not relatable anymore, man. Yeah. He used to be like, I'm proud of this Canadian guy who's a phenomenal, like, amazing superstar. Yeah. And that, and then I think he's just been rich and famous, like, over-the-top rich and famous for way too many decades. And now he's like, nobody can relate to what he's talking about anymore. No, like, you must have saw that interview where, like, he's like, we're not here... Yeah. We're, we're not even here right now. You're you don't exist. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. Jim. See yeah. you later. It's like, and you're just like Jim, but I'm your biggest, like I'm your biggest fan, dude. And you're losing me. You're losing me. Like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. Did you? I downloaded his audiobook and uh. Oh, that probably be pretty good. It's 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 weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's about weird. I'm about halfway through it, man. And yeah. It's, it's very arty, like artsy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, like Jeff Daniels. Yeah, I like I like going along the water. Beautiful. Um, Jeff Daniels um, narrates it. Which oh, is, cool. Which is the yeah, but that's the first part where I'm like, dude, come on, you're such a good actor, you should have narrated your own book. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah, but uh, so that that part's kind of disappointing. Um, but it's it's also very weird too. There's like some, I just I just turned it off, and I haven't been back to it since the summer. I'm about halfway through, and it was like <laughs> they're like at like this death cult ritual thing and I'm just like ah this is getting weird and heavy that that already sounds weird and heavy yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's just and it, it's like all the characters in the in the book are all real people so he's yeah. like talking about like Gwyneth Paltrow who's oh, a yeah. character like he's like these stories aren't real but they could be that's like kind of his like thing yeah so it's all like people you've heard of before and you're just like this is weird like Kelsey Grammer's in there like drinking blood and stuff <laughs> oh my god like this is a weird <laughs> Why <not>? story <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Jim Carrey. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that, you know, it, it's, it's weird. He's in the, the spotlight of um, the celebrity world, and mm. you know, he's been through a lot of shit. I, I think his, his girlfriend killed herself or something like that. Oh, man. And whatever the story is with that, like, that's... It's, it, it ruined him. I think yeah. it destroyed him inside, and then he started reaching out to different ways to make it himself get better, like the whole mental health aspect. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, long, long goddamn years story straight. Like, I've been down the mental health road myself, and it's not it's not easy. And I'm lucky to say, like, I don't, I've never taken meds or anything. I just beat it. Yeah. And I know I fucking beat it. And I, I, Brittany knows I beat it. My so, kids know I beat so it. So, how do you know that you beat it? Uh, it's just, it's like an epiphany. You just, like, know. Mm -hmm. You just, well, if I, if I could be fully honest, like, I, you know, I actually made a post about it when I, when I did have Facebook. I, I was talking about mental health on the mental health day or whatever. And, like, I've been down a long, long road of that shit, and I don't want to get too much into it, but, like, yeah. long story short, it's the very end of it, after about a three-year battle with my own self, mm -hmm. you know, debating if I should kill myself or not, in all honesty. Really? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it actually ended up being... I um I you know I was, oh, how do I how do I say this without getting emotional on the topic? I went to where I was going to do it 
um, several times for three years. Wow. Yeah, and this this is after I had a kid, of course. But there was there was so much going on in my entire life, mm-hmm. and uh, before I had a second kid, of course too. But there was so much going on; it was it was too much. I will say that, and that's a long story short. Of course, I've said that like four times, but it all ended with my decision to go home and see Bronson sleep. I walked home, or I you know, well, where it was. I, I walked home, and I came in. And I, you know, it was also a night I fought with Brittany, which we don't really do anymore either, which is great. Mm-hmm. But, like, I came home, and I just watched Bronson for, like, fucking four hours. I just sat there quietly crying and crying and crying and just watched him. And I just hated myself for wanting to leave his world. And wow. I, I beat it. And I just said, you know what? I'm done. And I woke up the next day, and I swear to God, a demon left my body. Like, it was like a paranormal thing that took over me. And it was gone. You just beat it. I beat it. And I said, you know what? I don't fucking care anymore. I don't need meds. And I've discussed it with Brittany. And, um, you know, we've you know been through a lot together, especially this year. We lost her mom. And, oh, my God. It was brutal. Did However. It, did it throw you back into those types of areas it, it, again? It, it tried to. It was, it's, it's weird to talk it up as a, as a thing. It kind of is, though, isn't it, though? It kind of is. Like, I'm not sure yourself. I'm not sure if you've been down this road or not, but hopefully not. But mental health is a serious goddamn thing, man. And, like, my whole life, you know me, I'm a, I'm a cocky dick. I can be an asshole. Everyone knows that. But I'm also a sweetheart in my own heart. Like, I'm actually a very nice guy, and I I see everyone's scenario before I judge. Yeah. Even though I'll laugh at it because I'm just an asshole. But, yeah. you know. Like, that's the way we deal with stuff, man. That, me, that's me that's my both. humor. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Humor is where I go. Yeah. And it might be because of people like Jim Carrey growing up, because I think that was his mechanism. I think so, too, yeah. You know, so. But yeah, I beat it, and when we lost our mom this year, she was our rock, and that really fucking sucked, too. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's hard, because after I beat that, Brittany went down that road after losing her mom, who right. was her rock. Right. And holy Lord, man, like, it's been a challenging year, and on top of that, we had Dallas born. Brittany's C-section went wrong, and holy God, we had a nurse in our house every day trying to stitch her back up for this and that. Oh, really? Oh, it was bad. And right in the middle of all that, we lost her mom to, it was lung cancer, and then it spread everywhere else, and then brain cancer killed her in three weeks, and she lived with us, so we saw it all go down. Holy Lord. It was bad. It's been a bad year, and right after that, three weeks later, the whole entire world shut down through COVID. So Brittany lost her mind, and I had to keep going to work through it all. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, how can I be there for my wife? And I, I have to go to work. I'm an essential worker, and I, I wasn't even allowed to take it off. Like, no, man, we're busy as hell right now. Like, thanks, that's great. Yeah. And you know, so there was no, even though you want, even though you you were dealing with some major serious like mental stuff and, and home stuff, there was no, there's no provision for that in like workers' comp or anything. No, I don't think so. Not not non-union. Well, it's one Nobody those, gives a shit about you non-union. Yeah. It's also one of those things where it, probably when you're in that situation, it's like you just got to fucking put your boots back on and go back to work. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't have time to deal with all that shit anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, what if you feel a little warm? A5, B565A. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like yeah. you could talk to somebody down at the, the fucking office or whatever and they would just... It would probably, in that moment, when you're dealing with so many other things, it's just like, yeah, fuck that. I'm just going to keep going to work. Which it's I hard. think a lot of people do in their daily lives, man. Like, 
a lot of people are based off work. They just think it's what you have. To, it's what, what you, you have, have to do. do. That's right. But this year specifically, and I was that guy for a long time mm-hmm. too. I was like, oh, I got to go to work. You got to go to work. Mm-hmm. But this year through COVID nineteen and twenty twenty, we'll say is it warped my entire world around. So I'm glad it did because good. I am like 100% a family guy now, man. Yeah, straight good, up. Man. Like good. that's why I love you're talking about this father chat thing. Yeah. Like it's a huge, uh, I'll say, positive in your life. Yeah. To be a father and a husband, like it's insane. Yes. And like my biggest regret is I already don't have like six or seven kids. I just want to keep <laughs> doing it. So, so, so the thing that's stopping you from that is—is is it the means? Like because fucking kids are expensive. Like, is that what, like, if you, if it was, you had unlimited money, you got, you got 200 million in the bank, would you just keep pumping out kids? No, because there's, there's a limit, because a limit, I believe yeah. I want to give perfect time to all my kids. Right. And if yeah. you had a lot of kids, you, you, you're, you're going to favor one over the other. Even though you don't want to or plan to, right. your kids will start distancing, or distancing themselves too. Right, yeah. But, no, I think, uh, you know, we, we just want more children, we both do it, and we uh, just... I don't know. I, th- I don't think it's a money thing. I think it's um, like over a whole period of 20 years here and then the last eight years of Brittany here, almost eight years, and having kids and everything, you realize who's important to you, who's not important to you, yeah. how much your family has been there for you and how much they're not there for you. Right. And, and uh, we've just discussed like having kids is so much fucking better than dealing with all that drama yeah. with all of it. Yeah. Because if you go through some sh- crazy shit like you guys went through, yeah. you will see in your family who is actually there and who is not. Correct. And you, you, you won't even say it, who's not, but you know in your own head, yeah. you know who is bang on yes. right there for you at any given second. Yeah. And I would say I lost in my own head about 95% of my family really? through some of the stuff we went through over two years of her did. mom passing. Because they didn't know how to deal with it, and they're and, and they'd avoided us. And they're yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just seems easier, right? Not oh, to, it's crazy. Yeah. But no, so, I'm, I'm lucky you, that uh, my father was one of them ones that stayed. He's I'm really close with him still. Yeah. And uh, my brother is still good too. But you know, I I don't want to say the rest of them, but there's other people outside of my siblings that I I faded on my life through a lot of this stuff too. So yeah, it's crazy. That's a hard thing too, man. When you've been when you've been kind of let down by someone who's close to you, because it can end up hurting you longer than uh, than that infraction. Oh yeah. Did you know? Because he carried along with you, and I think that's the part about forgiveness where you just say like, well, you know, it, this oh. person. Yeah, that almost smashed my car. Drunk driver right into the woods. Really? I would assume so. Oh man, do you think actually there there's somebody there right now? I was actually. Maybe just we thinking, maybe we should go check this out. That's actually kind of scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe we should. Uh, that's actually kind of freaky. Yeah, let's go check this out. Cause, uh, this actually happened um, in the wintertime a few years ago. It was actually me and Matt McCarthy. We were driving down off um, the other road, um, uh, going to Enfield from Fall River, that main drag there. Yeah. Uh, we seen someone go off the road in the van or whatever. We had to pull over and make sure no one was dead. But this person dove out of his van before it went in because it was demolished. Dude. Oh, man. We, we better take a look at this. Is there someone in that truck, man? Nobody in it. Unless he's laying down. I don't know. Do you want, you want to check? Oh, okay. Are you, can you handle it if it's something bad? We're going to find out. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. 
George is just checking out the truck. Seems to look okay. Nobody? No, it's it's really not as bad as it looks. Okay. You can tell he just he hit right there and then he went up on the on the you can tell he went right up on the rock. And then he was like doo -doo 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 -doo, and he just well, thank God man. He probably just went home and he probably just walked home and was like, fuck, I'll deal with this in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah. And they, there's no, like, airbag's not deployed. Nothing like that. Okay, well, that's good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you checked. Yeah, but, yeah, you don't really think about that. You just, well, drunk driver off in the woods. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should check to see yeah. if someone actually needs a hand. Yeah. And uh, the thing's all frosted up, too, so it's been there for a while. Uh -huh. It's not like it just. It might have been a couple of days for all we know. Yeah, true. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad we didn't see anybody. Decent there. truck, though. To be <clears throat> yeah, it's probably gonna piss off. him off yeah. or piss his father off. Yeah. You son of a bitch! <clears throat> Bring us back to how good kids are yeah. until they're 18, drunk and driving. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope that never happens. Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Um, what were we talking about before this? Uh, we were actually in a deep conversation. Yeah, family, we were. Right. Oh, yeah. Family and how useless they can be. Yeah, and then I was trying to say like when you drag that along with you, like. It, it sucks when somebody lets you down, but when you drag it along for too long and you, and you, like, I find sometimes you can be like, man, you just, you dwell on it, you know what I mean? And it's actually hurting you longer than it would to just be like, well, I'm just going to move on from it, you know what I mean? Forgive that guy or that girl. Yeah, you just have to let it go. Yeah, let it go, exactly. Like, just drop yeah. it. Um, but then it kind of always is there next time you see them or whatever. You're kind of yeah. like, hey, hey, man, like, good to see you or whatever, like. Man, I, I'm going to tell you a story about Steve, who is my best friend. And I know Steve has heard this story before. Mm -hmm. um, he was my best friend, man. Like, grade 6 to, like, grade 12. Yeah. And I, I feel like if he if he listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, ah, shit. <laughs> um, because, That's Steve I'm thinking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, and there was one Christmas, and we were in grade, I think we were 19, actually. Yeah. We were legal, I, I believe. We were at a host party. And uh, we were just hanging out. And I said some stupid joke about his mom. I, I, I did like a stupid mom joke. You know what I mean? It wasn't even anything. Oh, his friends were all there. We all, yeah. all done that. And uh, he goes, what did you say? And I was like, and I just reiterated. Like, I just doubled down, right? As you would with your best friend. <laughs> like, you're not going to back yeah, down. Yeah. And then he's just like, man, you don't say that about my mom. And I was just like, uh, and I thought he was joking because we've been best friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then he like, I remember, I can't remember how we got to the situation, but he like, I was kept, because I am like, I kept jarring him and pushing him and stuff. And I'm just going to be like, I'm, you're not going to like get me to not say jokes. You know what I mean? yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. And we got to a situation where he like, he grabbed me by my uh, collar and he cocked his fist back. And I was just Jeez. like. And I was just like, whoa. And I know he used to fist fight with his brother all the time. Like, to him, sometimes, like, I feel like fist fighting wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. He was a boxer yeah. and all that stuff. So, yeah. a physical confrontation, even though I think he usually tried to avoid them. Like, if he was a little drunk or whatever, he might think, like, oh, let's have a little fight. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It won't be a big deal. And I just remember looking at him like, whoa, man, dude. And I just, like, everything just, like, kind of flushed out of my face. <clears throat> and I, I remember just making direct eye contact with him. And I didn't even put up my hands. I just, I literally dropped my hands. Just, like, go ahead, man. Like, you've already fucking smashed me. By, Emotionally. By, yeah. Like, yeah. so you can't hurt me now. So, and then he just, he was just like, oops. Like, you could see him, like, realize it, too, in that moment. And he, like, dropped his hand. And he was just like, 
uh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. We kind of like, as you would, we just brush it off, right? But if he's listening to this, he's like, oh, you son of a bitch. You, you brought it up again. I, <laughs> but he knows. And, and honestly, our, our relationship has never been quite to the same level <clears throat> as right before that moment. That's, that's actually pretty scary. We're trying again. Like, we, we try again now. But he lives, like, all the way over in... Uh, I heard some good things about you, Steve, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he lives over in Russia right now. Yeah. Um, or, uh, it's, uh... Kazakhstan. I've heard several things. Uh, I saw I saw him a few years back or whatever. It's one of the states. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he's coming back, I think, in September. Yeah. So, and we've been chatting quite a bit recently, and I, I know, like, I'm gonna start working out with him, hopefully. And, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, re- we'll, it's th- I mean, this is this was years and years and years and years ago. It's just yeah. one of those things how something when someone is when you when someone's so close to you and you care so much about them when they let you down, it's like man that that's gonna stick with you for of a while. Of course, you know what I mean. But at the same time, like I still want to be good friends with them, and uh, and we are good friends. Like yeah. I'm making it sound like it's something that's not really, but but it's that thing of like, time does some crazy shit, man. It does, man. We're all kids too. Like when we when we all grew up together, like you don't know what the fuck you're doing when you're a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. And you have these weird friendships that, like me and you, we don't we never hang out, man. No, but we. But like I'll like is it, this is fine. It, like, that's what I mean. It, it's yeah. it's a thing you have. There's something you can actually make connections when you're a kid. Yeah. And they will fucking stay for your whole life. That's like right. I, I've never had a beef with you. I've never had a no. problem with you. I've only had good memories with you. Yeah. I actually liked it. You know, I'm only like fucking five minutes away, but I liked it when I was three minutes away. Yeah. I used to live in the apartments. Oh, look at that. Cute Beautiful people. creatures over there. Help me <laughs> take a look over there. They're looking fine to me. <laughs> We're talking about deer. Anyone <laughs> Anyone that is looking, that was a beautiful deer. Yeah, it was a family of does. I, I never hunted my whole life. I just always called them, look at that thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, honest to God, man, like I've only ever had positive... You know, positive images of you in my life. Like, I've only... Every time I'm with you, it's a good time. It's right. always been that way. Yeah, same, man. It's it's good. Yeah. That goes back to us. We were, we've were we been in the same elementary school, like, all the way up <clears throat> through to high school. And, like... And I don't know if you have the same memory of high school as me, but all the schools get together in high school. You know, from, like, all the feeder schools, right? Yeah. And there's that thing of, like, yeah, everyone kind of, like, all the other schools, like, they did that a couple times already. You know what I mean? Like, they did it in junior high. Some of them went from, like, a smaller elementary to, like, a bigger elementary. Yeah. And so there's there's a couple times where, like, and ours, because we were Cavalier, it was, like, a primary to nine school. Yeah. We were the same group all the way through. Yeah. And I feel like in high school, it'd be, like... Yeah, we're all in the same school, but, like, the Cavi people, like, we got a little extra. I think you know so. I, mean? I, think, I don't know if it was just the area or yeah. it was our parents that raised us different. I don't know what it yeah. is, but there maybe was a connection work. that it yeah. lasted. It actually did work. Mm-hmm. I like to think that maybe it was Mr. Piscashi, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I see him, like, yeah, probably Mr. once he a year. Was awesome. He's he was such awesome. a nice guy, yeah. man. He was my favorite teacher aside uh, Mr. Drapeck in high school. Like, oh, he, yeah? He was incredible, too. I never had Mr. Drapeck, but no? I, heard, I heard really good stuff. Oh, man, I've seen him outside of school in the last, like, 10 years or so. Well, more than now. I'm 34 now. Jesus. Yeah. But, like, I've seen him so many times. Like, I've had countless conversations with him. I couldn't even count in my hand now. Like, it's crazy. He's yeah. just such a heartfelt person. And so is uh, Mr. Piskoski, man. Yeah. Dave. Dave. Is that his name? Dave Piskoski. His son's name is Neil, I think. Oh, yeah. But, man, what a sweet family, both of them. Or all of them, actually. Yeah. 
we raise good stock out in Sackville. That's what it is. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, I'm not moving to Sackville. I'm like, whatever. I never moved out of Sackville, man. We don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, we moved out of Sackville. We lived in Halifax for a few years, and that was fun, too, for different reasons. Like, being downtown was cool yeah. when, when we were young and, uh, and going out a lot and stuff. The cool part of that was, like, we had the spot close to downtown for, like, chilling like pre-chills before we yeah. all go out and that, that was cool no that, that's always a positive like that. back then yeah. yeah um and but now me and katie will do that sometimes like maybe once or twice a year we'll go and actually get a hotel downtown just to kind of remember what that's like to be yeah. like oh we go to a restaurant it's right there we'll just walk to it you know what i mean yeah that's like that's a cool part about living downtown but uh Sackville we had to come back to just because we couldn't afford to live anywhere anywhere else is one is probably the main reason yeah but say. then when you're there you're like oh yeah this makes perfect sense this is where we're supposed to be it's just such a nice area man yeah well you're over in millwood now so i'm like you're suspect <laughs> <laughs> you're raising millbillies man that's true that's true millbilly kids <laughs> just rich you just got rich kids <laughs> they just have gold shoes rich in millwood <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we hilarious. always thought like everyone in millwood's rich for some we, reason we even though there's like <laughs> 10 trailer parks over there <laughs> We moved to Millwood and said, we're going to fucking Starbucks. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, true. I'm not getting Tim Hortons yeah. anymore. We're in Millwood. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, so man. funny. We all thought Millwood people were rich. And it's, I think it was because they got the new junior high. Remember that Sackville Heights was built? Oh, it, yeah. It was just a new facility. But it's like, such a terrible location, too. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's like so across bad. the like busiest street in Sackville. <laughs> yeah. They put all the kids over there. Oh, man. I can't believe you actually have not brought up the fact that we own a minivan. You drove by my driveway. Didn't even make fun of the minivan, dude. You want a minivan, don't you, <laughs> dude? Three out of the four people that have been on the podcast, fathers, all have minivans. <laughs> <laughs> so far, there's only four episodes out. That's three of them wicked. involve minivan driving fathers. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, but they're amazing now. Me and Justin Hillier talked about his van. He's got the town and country man. It's like it's not even. You, Really, it's not even a, a van. It's more like a limousine. Oh man, that's like we got we bought their Chrysler Pacifica, which is basically the new town and countries. And yeah, it that's is right. a wicked van. Yeah, it don't it doesn't it doesn't feel like a van. It, yeah. it feels good. It feels good. Oh man, you don't have to sell me on van. Honestly, like we got this thing before we had kids. Yeah, and with kind of the idea that we're gonna have kids, so we figured, yeah, might as well SUV. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we did that too. I got the yeah. Equinox. Same fucking thing. I know Amanda had a Civic. She still has a Civic, but like when her when she was pregnant, she's like, "Well, oh, we don't need a we don't need an SUV." I'm like, "You wait, wait till that baby comes." No, wait till you put the stroller in the trunk. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She like as soon as she was doing that a few times, they like went out and got an SUV. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's another good thing about living <clears> in Sackville too. Like a lot of our friends have, have moved back to Sackville, and like we we hang out with like Amanda. Like, like she's been my close friend. She's she's a Phoenix crew like you. Yeah, I know. Amanda is a beautiful person in and out, man. Yeah, she's uh, she's been my closest friend since basically like grade primary. Yeah, introduced me to Katie. Like you can't you can't fault her for that. Like no, no matter how mad I get at her because she's like kind of like my sister in a lot of ways, and I'll get annoyed with her. I'm just like, well, introduce me to Katie, so <laughs> you get a pass. Yeah, <laughs> not that she annoys me a lot. We're actually we're pretty tight. But... No, I know, I know you guys are. Yeah. I've actually seen Amanda a few times over the years, too, just running into her for a minute at Walmart or something. Yeah. 
man, it, it just I would love to get together with all you guys. Like everyone does it as parents. You're just yeah. like, oh man, we gotta get together. We get, and it never fucking happens. Well, you, you guys, because seven o'clock hits and you forget about life. You're like, ah, oh, it's yeah. bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> and you just gotta do it, man. Like one thing that our group does and it's basically Katie that does it all is she sets dates and times and yep. locations man and she sends it all into a group message and like we're yep. meeting here every, you know what I mean and it's that's like smart. and it, if you're on that group message that's all it would take basically we just add you to the group message you yep. know what I mean and then you guys could decide to show up a few times if you want and just a few though because you know we gotta keep man. you guys at an arm's length <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you getting too close I want the dick length. I want, <laughs> I want closer. Right? This, this was nice. And in my case, it'd be real close. <laughs> I want to be inside your group. <laughs> yeah, I want to break that cherry. <clears throat> you guys, yeah. are, you're, you're sick. You're sick. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be sick a little bit, man. Yeah. Like, no, you had uh, earlier, just a few minutes ago, you were talking a lot about mental health, and then you asked me about like. If I've ever struggled with mental health stuff, yeah. I mean, I, I would say like, not, maybe not to the to the level that you got to the point that you got, but it's de- it's definitely a constant teeter totter for me, man. It's like a tightrope, you know what I mean? Yep. You can't go too far one side, you can't go too far the other. Yep. You got to stay on balance, and it's like that is a uh, people don't talk about that ever, man. They don't not want men, to. Not men for sure. No, they you really don't want to. Yeah. And no word of a lie, man. I actually have had conversations at work with like not even guys I work with at my actual job but other trades like framers or electricians and stuff and I've had heartfelt conversations opening up to guys about this kind of stuff and you'd be surprised what you hear yeah like when you actually when people open up the floodgates you know not cry on the job sites or anything although it has happened sure not with me but you know it's, it's, it's happened and like you you be surprised what you hear and you're just like holy shit like man I would have never guessed. That's why you're an asshole when I see you every day. Exactly, man. It's like, oh, wow. With with men, because a lot of times, for good or bad, maybe this is a, this is an example of us kind of bucking that trend a little bit. Yep. We don't get together just to chat, man, like, very often about what's going on. Nope. And, a and lot it of should times happen. It's, it's like, it should happen. And a lot of times it's like, man, fuck, I didn't know you were shielding all that stuff. Like, because <laughs> that's kind of the what, that's kind of the way I feel with a lot of guys that I know is how they would handle something. They, they don't, they don't like, they, they want to protect other people from it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ooh, that fucking hurt. So I'm going to stand in front of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Instead of like, man, this is hurting me. Like, can someone come help? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's that, that shielding quality that just, I think that makes you, that's what makes, that's what we're built to do. Yeah. Is to be, have that attitude of like, if something's hard, well, let, let it hit me first. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, uh, so there's good, aspects to that but this the, the the downside of that is some of this shit comes out man when they're when they're putting you in the ground and and people are talking about you you know what i mean and, yeah and and you're just like jesus i didn't i had no idea man that that was that that's what happened in this guy's life right like um i remember when uh my uncle died and my grand like i never met my grandfather he died before i was born yeah but he would always talk about to my parents if my mom or anybody asked my grandfather like how was like what was it like in the war all he would ever say is that like he peeled he was a potato peeler 
Like, yeah. that was his job. You know what I mean? He had to peel all the potatoes. He got really fast at it. You wouldn't know what he did. He had no, yeah, we had no idea. And one of my uncles <clears throat> died. One of his brothers died. And we went up there. And I think something kind of snapped in, like, my Uncle Joe's head. Like, putting his brother in the ground. Because he served with my grandfather. Yeah. And and this was, like, years and years and years ago. And he just he just decided, no, man, we're setting the record straight on who your father was. Like, yeah. to my parents. And, like, to my mom. And, like to my uncles and stuff and he just let all this stuff out like man he was he was like promoted in the field like guerrilla combat like southern italy like 1945 like it like he was in the he was hot. a busy guy yeah <laughs> he was in like the worst area you know what yeah. I mean? at the worst time and he's like he, he wasn't peeling potatoes every yeah day, you know exactly. what i mean like and so you learn about all this stuff afterwards that that well, the way my grandfather decided to handle that is he just his dad owned a piece of land up in Cape Breton. When he got back from the war, he went there for like a year or something. He just chopped down trees. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's the way they dealt with it back then. They're just like, just shut up, go do your work. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And at the end, you'll have all these trees down, and then that'll be something. <laughs> like, there's no help for you, but yeah, exactly. at least you can cut down some trees. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, man. And, uh, but that's, that's a pretty extreme case of that, but. I feel like most people are going through like, like most people are going through a situation in their own brain, and they're smiling and they're having a good time, and you don't know that inside their head it's fucking bombshells going off. You yeah. Know what I mean? Now we live in a scary world right now, and the scariest part is the shit that we're not seeing or hearing about. Right. Let alone like I don't know if you know a lot about. Uh, Edward Snowden at all? You yeah, I read his book. I read his book. Yeah, it was good, and I I, I like his podcast when he's on. Uh, he's been on Joe Rogan. I, I yeah, I, I just I just yeah. listened to it yesterday, so we're on fresh on the topic. Yeah, but there's some scary shit there, man. And there is. <clears throat> it's uh, it's crazy when you actually look in because a lot of people don't want to know this shit. They just don't. That's right. Especially with that movie, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Did you watch that? You yep. must have. Yep. Anyway, incredible movie. That actually was it for me. Yep. I got off Instagram. I got off Facebook. I got off Twitter. Did you? I rarely even use YouTube now except yeah. like DUI videos, but mm-hmm. I'm barely on my phone, like ever, man. Yeah. My screen time went from six to seven, maybe even eight hours a day. Really? Down to like less than an hour or two every day. And how long How long have you been off it? It's like smoking. I think way. almost two months now. A month really? and a half, two months. Really? Yeah. And I don't miss it. I've been on Facebook before. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just taking a break. Yeah. But like, I'm done, man. I've, I'm done with social media. I'm done with a lot of that. Really? That's why I was like so excited to do this with you and just record something. I'm like, we're going to have a fucking conversation in person? <laughs> this yeah. is incredible. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. That's right, man. People, you know, so people don't have those anymore. If we do a part two with this, I'm, I'm in. Like, yeah. I'm in like that. I'd love to. That, that's It's been, honestly, the feedback for me just reaching out to guys that I think are cool guys. They're like, hey, Thank man, you. do you want to have a chat with me and go for a drive? Yeah. It's been overwhelmingly positive, man. It's like, yeah. yeah it's almost like, yeah, thank you, man. Like, no one offers me that. No, man. seriously. Like... <laughs> I get together with like Fawelling once in a while, but that's because yeah. he's a he's a father too. You yeah. might get an interesting conversation out of him. Yeah, you know, but no, it's it's that's about it. Like yeah, you live life. I play poker almost every Tuesday night with all the guys. I've been doing it for years, and mm-hmm. that's just your nights out. And yeah. you know, Brittany has the same kind of thing. She gets out with her girlfriend that she grew up with, and yeah. once in a while they come over. They all take turns. Like as moms, that's pretty cool. That they cool. all get together and they have like once a month or maybe once a month and a half. They choose one of their places, and they some of them live far away too, like Chester and Bridgewater, and yeah. far away, like an hour. Yeah. But like, they all choose. They have wine, 
do all the thing. They treat each other like like queens the whole night, yeah. and there's no kids. They all take their turns, and I 100% support it. And that that's cool. My mom used to do that with her friends too. Yeah. I remember her. It's like, oh, it's girls' weekend, and she'd like be gone for a weekend. It's She'd important that, like, to have that relationship, guy or girl. Yeah. You gotta have it. Yeah, you so. gotta, man. And then you don't do them enough either, especially when you're working. Like, I've been so busy at work, I haven't even been thinking. But like, Christmas is gonna be here soon. I'm not even like, like I'd like to go do something with my family, like go to yeah. a cottage or something like that. But it's just like you, so you get you get into it, man. Yeah, we're you going just, to a quarter deck. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, we we just went there last weekend. Went to White's Point. Like, yeah, I've been off, I've been actually off work for two and a half months, and yeah. we're just like spending, spending, spending. Yeah. Bought a minivan and said, "Screw it!" Like, it's actually terrible financially to keep doing this stuff. But yeah. like, we're living the life because we want to see our kids. We want to hang out with our kids and enjoy times for the kids. Yeah, like it's it's it's, it's very important to do it, man. You got to do it. So you also had said that like when COVID hit, it just fucking flipped you upside down about like what's important too. I think it did that for, it had to do that for most people, especially people that are family people. Yeah. And like being able to be with my son that much, I had a lot of time with him already because like when we were in the hospital, I just, I dropped everything. I quit my job and I'm just like, I'm just going to stay in the hospital. Well, yeah. Cause that's your priority, man. Like, yeah. You guys were going through some shit when that happened. It was yeah. insane. And then like COVID happened and it was almost like. It, it was almost it was it was almost good because I was like, well, at least we don't have the sickness part of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now we just get the time, and so that was friggin' like I know COVID is horrible and nasty and is not something you want to wish on the world. Yeah. But the other side is, man, like we've had some real quality time that we wouldn't have got. Like you're saying, never. Like your, your parents never got it with you. Like no, my parents never got it with me, and we probably we probably never get it again unless we can change the way we do things in a big way you know like I, it hit me mostly I would say when when my kids went back to daycare yeah and um, you realize instead of seeing them like every day here and there even when I was on vacation because it hit me a lot right now too because I've been off for two and a half months right and I, you know me I'm a workaholic I don't stop daytime non-stop and yeah. nighttime is constant side jobs like yeah um it's, it's insane. Like, I'm always busy. But I do it with my wife's permission. She's right. like, I got this. You go make the money. So, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I make sure my relationship is good with them. Yeah. However, so that being said, through the COVID times, through all this time off or whatever, you realize, like, holy fuck, man. I literally see my kids two days a week. Yeah. If not, it's like an hour in the morning, maybe, mm-hmm. and an hour and a half at night. Yeah. So, on the weekends, like, if you don't soak up that time with your wife and kids, like, yeah. it's gone. You can't get that back. That's right. So that's what I think 2020 was a huge, it was a huge wake change. Up call. It was yeah. a big wake-up call. You're yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. I've invited people to come on the podcast that don't have kids. And, yeah. like, if I tell them 6 a.m., they're like, whoa, whoa, dude, <laughs> come on. And I'm just like, <clears throat> yeah. I was like, sorry, dude, I got to do this before my before I can see my son. Like, yeah. my, my son was actually up this morning before yeah. I left. Which, You're like, fuck. Which is fine, but yeah. it's like. Man, like when he's up, I want to be with him, man. Like uh, if I'm doing something else, it's happening after he goes to bed or before he gets up. You know what I mean? And uh, it's that priority thing of just like we could do part two with both our kids in the back. Yeah, just yeah. screaming. The other one could stay home with the wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I was thinking, um, you know, if this thing stays on the on on the line, yeah. you know, and when Bronson gets older, man, like. It might be a good thing to revisit with him one day. Oh, like, have fantastic. a beer with him. Just be like, man, you should you should hear about this. Like, yeah. 
what I went through a little bit, like I don't, you probably have lots of chats with him between now and then about mental health and, and that stuff, but just to show him like, hey man, like this was a time I opened up a little bit and I, this is what I went through and man, you were the friggin' lifeline, man. Yeah. That, that could be a big, I know Lachlan was for me, man, like you have to keep moving. Like there's, there's no option sometimes and seeing my son in, in those no option situations where he just had to keep breathing, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, well fuck, I guess I can go to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess I can go work out. I guess I can like not complain so much. It, yeah. it helps me like a lot. Like over the summertime, um, I usually get together with the kids that I coach and we do sprint. Like we go to the track and we'll try to get ready for the for the school year by doing some sprints and doing yeah. some jump training and stuff like that. And um, there's a few kids that'll show up and, and work out with me in the mornings, like five in the morning. And um, I'm getting kind of slow now. I'm an old man, so some of the kids can actually <laughs> beat me. But yeah, <laughs> we challenge each other, right? And we'll race and um, like I try real hard not to not to lose. And you can see it on their faces sometimes. Like, How's this freaking fat 35 year old guy still beating me, right? Yeah. And it's not that I'm in better shape or I'm stronger or anything than these kids. Like, they're all high school athletes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's that I've been there with my son struggling to breathe for three hours. And when I'm sprinting, I get a tiny taste. I get, like, a second long taste of what that felt like for him. Yeah. When I push my, my lung capacity to the absolute max and I'm like, <gasps> and I cannot catch my breath at all, I'm like... It's like Lachlan. He's like in my face. You know what I mean? And uh, if I'm like 15 steps from the finish line, that didn't feel good. Anyway. That's the auto if stop. I'm like, if I'm like, no, I don't have that. What? <laughs> it's just. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just a stutter for the end. That, that was so, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if I'm like 15 steps from the finish line and I'm like thinking in the back of my head, y'all, you can take, you can take it easy like we all do, right? Like, yeah. Just coast these last few. It's like, no, man, there was a time where you sat there watching and Lachlan didn't have that option to coast, man. If he decided he was going to coast, that would have been it for him, you know, so he had to keep going. Yep. And it's just... Uh, like Rocky Balboa, you got to keep moving forward, you, you know? You got to keep moving, it's not how... Exactly, man. Yeah. Whoa. That, was birds. that a bat? No, it was and a bird. It's Batman. <laughs> it was Batman. But there's those things, man. Not everybody has that experience, but everybody has the experience that you're talking about where you look down at your kid not I'm sorry not everybody has this everyone with a kid has yeah, this experience yeah. who cares about their kid <laughs> yeah where you look down at your kid sleeping and you just go man there's nothing else more important than, it's true you know what I mean and a bag of chips yeah <laughs> and sometimes like if people try to make fun of me about it too it's like no dude like I said this to when Piercy was on I was like if you want the fastest possible way to make me forget about you like say something slightly untoward about my son like yeah. that's it you're done that's true <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. I'm done with you that being said I will not say who said this stuff but I've heard negative comments about my kid really from some of my friends yeah and uh, so is Brittany really she, you never you never you know I will not say names however when you hear it it's like it is a stab to your heart oh yeah and it's like like I'll, I'll say one of the comments was like oh yeah I don't even know I should say it because if he heard it, he would know. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it. But okay. there was one comment, and it's been with us for two years, yeah. and we have never let it go. Yeah. And we everyone has their own opinions, but the rule is you don't fucking say it. Yeah. You never say it. <laughs> yeah. You don't tell anyone. And yeah. I'm a guy that never shuts up, man. We all know yeah. that. However, you don't say shit. Yeah. You don't. You don't rip on someone's kid. Like you know, it doesn't matter. 
Okay, maybe the excuse would be if you find out your kid, someone's kid, is like a murderer or something. Right. You're like, oh, he's an asshole. Yeah. You know, but like, you don't ever make fun of your friend's kids, ever. Right. Unless you're drunk, and then you're all laughing together. <laughs> and you're all making jokes together, like, you're, maybe. You're talking right now, and I'm just thinking, like, I'm replaying, like, all the times <laughs> I've made fun of my friend's kids, and I'm just like, yeah. shoot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's different. You, yeah. there's, there's little tiny things you can make fun of, but, yeah. but this was this was a dig. Yeah, and uh, it's, I, I, if it's like if it's if you're if you're kind of questioning the integrity of the child, like as a as a valuable, it, it person, was weird. It was weird. Yeah, then so. it's no, it's no good, man. Yeah, I mean, kids are for the most part how they're raised, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's like you can kind of see the different parenting styles by looking at the kids sometimes a little bit, but there's also they get so many other influences too, man. Like daycare, like. Lachlan comes home from daycare, and we don't do Paw Patrol at our house. I don't know why. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like a thing we just... We like, like, the more educational stuff. Yeah, and, good for you. But he comes home from daycare, and he's like, Paw Patrol! And I'm just yeah. like... See you on the double! <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like... It's so like... We're just like, all right, well, I guess that happened. You know what I mean? And then you try to create this protective, like, layer around your kid, but then they, they get all kinds of other stuff from other people, like finding out he's had chocolate milk for the first time like at my parents house he like comes out like chocolate milk you know got a big old bicep on him protein yeah he's just like we never gave him chocolate milk my mom's like yeah it's almond milk and i'm like yeah i'm not worried about the milk yeah it's the loaded with sugar part yeah it's true actually yeah we don't like to give him chocolate milk that often but he knows what it is yeah oh yeah chocolate milk chocolate milk shut up (laughs) yeah yeah how many times do you actually want to do the Adam Sandler? All right! <laughs> it's true, man. Like, man. You, you will crack. You're going to crack. I've cracked so many times. Oh, yeah. I've I, had I times I've swore and like said, like, fuck, 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 like in front of my kids. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I know. And then Bronson goes, fuck! I'm like, ah! Oh! <laughs> Brittany's like, see what you did? See what you did yeah. there? I I hate that, too, man. When I'm <laughs> arguing sometimes with Katie and... <laughs> I'm just like, ah, uh, you should you should turn this off. You should fucking you should tighten the valve on this one. Just yeah. stop it, stop it from happening. Yeah. But something in you is like, no, keep it going, keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I've actually been there. It's, yeah, it might be a father thing, it might be a husband thing too. Yeah, because no one will grind your gears more than your own wife. Well, they know you exactly where you're vulnerable. Oh, exactly. Right? That's that's yeah. the fun part of love. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. where to get that person there. <laughs> I like. I think Dane Cook actually said it in one of his uh, stand-ups or whatever. They know how to ninja your mind. They get oh, yeah. in there and they implant this little ninja thing. Yeah. And they will bring something up that you never even thought of. It'll hit you like that. Yeah. It's crazy. And you're just like, how long are we holding on to that one? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. The the ones that you love the most are the ones that have the most power to hurt you. Yeah, I truly believe that. <clears throat> Which is why, like, people can, you can say all kinds of stuff. Like, people can be like, oh, man, I don't care what people think. It's like, well, you care what some people think. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all have those people that are like, man, that felt great. Someone pats you on the back, like, the right person pats you on the back and says you're doing good. You're like, ah, that was awesome. Thanks. You know Thanks. I mean? And then we also have those people that, like, it doesn't mean shit to you. Because <laughs> they're always, like, positive, And they're just like, you're doing great, man. And you're like, yeah, thanks. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brittany has one of those best friends. Or she's just, and uh, Amy ever heard this, she's a sweetheart. We all love the hell out of her. Yeah. She's done amazing things for our family. And yeah. it's always her whole family great, too. But I always make fun of her because she's one of those positive people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, it's okay. We have a perfect... 
it's a perfect scenario. It just got a little rough, but it's it's still a it's good still day. Perfect, and I'm like, oh, yeah. shut the hell up. <laughs> shut up. It's not a good day. It's this raining. sucks. Yeah. We were at a rib fest in Halifax there oh, like yeah. three years ago. Bronson was almost a newborn or close to it. Yeah. And there was like, I was pissed. I didn't want to be there. It was hot as fuck. There's smoke everywhere. You yeah. can really even breathe in rib fest. Just yeah. smoke ribs, smoke ribs. Yeah. Cancer, cancer, cancer yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like, Jesus. When we sat down, I was going to eat my ribs and it was nothing but flies all over them. I'm like, Jesus. Uh-huh. And I was starting to crack. And like, it was like, um, <laughs> it was, uh, what's this? On, on, uh, on the Simpsons Halloween special when they make fun of The Shining. Okay. Urge to kill rising. <laughs> it was, it was like that, man. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, I was just start, my blood was starting to boil, and she's like, "Oh, it's okay." I was like, "Oh, shut the fuck up! It's not okay. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. That must have made the evening pleasant. <laughs> oh yeah, we just laugh it off. Or Brittany, yeah. she she knows. Like, I can be a dick sometimes, but oh yeah, I have that in me, man. <laughs> I got that dick quality. Oh yeah. I just um, I have this feeling that I hope people give me the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> but it's like I know a lot of people don't. I know a lot of people are like, that guy's an asshole. Oh, man, I've heard it so many years. Yeah. Welling has actually told me several times, like, dude, you look like a dick right now. You realize this, right? Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, you're right. Yeah. I'm like, that's the best way to find out it's one of your best friends. Like, yeah. Dude, you're an asshole. I'm like, yeah. man, you're right. You're right. I'm an asshole. It's uh, getting hit with that right in the face, and you can't, like, you can't argue with it sometimes. You're like, damn it, I am being a piece of shit right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe there's some good that comes out of those times. I keep on being an asshole though, so I don't know what. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know what the good is. But you're you're my asshole. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. you're my asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Now, life sure throws some curveballs at you, man. You never know. <sighs> you never know what you're gonna get. I was just gonna say, it's like, <laughs> life is like a box of curveballs. <laughs> Mama said, "Stupid is stupid does, ma'am." Yeah. <laughs> see that new Tom Hanks movie actually with uh, he's like on the something in World War Two I think it's like a submarine movie or something. Oh no, I didn't. I, didn't I see love that submarine one movies. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. Tom Hanks is like one of my favorite actors. Yep, um, yeah. he's freaking he's brilliant in the Mister Rogers one. Did you watch that? I I tried. I think really? we got to try it again, but we were watching it late at night, and I just it was so goddamn mellow. It's good acting. It's very chill. Man. I just passed out. Yeah, it's very chill, but man, it's really good. It's a it's a friggin' masterpiece in terms of production and just act, like his acting is so good, man. Oh, I don't doubt if that. If you're for a person second. that values the art form of acting, that's a that's a fucking masterpiece, man. Yeah, yeah. And I know that you are. I know that you like you appreciate like a good like a well performed scene and stuff like that, and, like. Not only that, but it's also the cinematography about it, the way the scenes are set up. You can tell the producer is, like, top level, too, right? Trying to get you right in that zone. Man, there's there's parts where it's very, very, very small chain, like, very, very slight things. Like, do you remember the movie Ray? Did you watch that movie? Ray I've actually never seen Ray. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't okay, know why that, I've never watched it. That's a good it, one, too. If you Jamie like, Foxx. And you like music. I'm surprised you haven't watched yeah. that one. No, and I play piano, too. So Yeah, no, you should watch Ray. Funny. Do it tonight. Anyway. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, it's a good one, too. But there's a scene in Ray where um, he's... He's playing, and he's blind, right? So he doesn't yeah. know what's going on. And the crowd is, uh, he's, like, doing his intro into his into his music. And the crowd's still getting settled, and they're getting, like, people are shuffling around and trying to find their seats or whatever. And the curtains are opening to reveal Ray, who's starting his music. And the produce, and so there's still crowd noise, right? Um, 
and he's playing through this crowd noise. It seems a little weird. And so then the producer, who's his stagehand, he like he tells them to like pull the lights down. Yeah. And so then they dim the lights, and as the lights come down, so does the noise of the crowd. Yeah. And um, then, uh, and then Ray like after the thing, he's like, so what happened? Like how did, how did that like someone must have pulled the lights down or something? And he's like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, who told you to do that? And he's like, nobody. It just had to happen. That's like kind of his response. Oh, like yeah. he just. He had that feeling of like, okay, this is how you make the change. Anyway, um, it's better in the movie, obviously, but uh, um, it was good. I felt like I was in the movie there. <laughs> <laughs> but in this movie, in the the Mister Rogers one, there's a bunch of scenes like that, man, where you're just like, oh shit, like this producer's on point. He knows he knows what's going on. Yeah. And um, a couple, there's a couple scenes there. There's one scene in particular where uh, you're never supposed to do this as an actor like you're never supposed to break the fourth wall yeah right and look at the camera like Deadpool right yeah um, and so it's like one of those like ironclad laws of drama right don't ever break the fourth wall but there's some times like Deadpool or whatever where it can be done and it works yeah or like uh, like The Office like that's what they're constantly doing yeah like, that's yeah. what Jim is constantly doing yeah. right but um, there's one scene where they're in a cafe and and Tom Hanks not only fucking breaks the fourth wall, but he holds it for like a minute. And you're like, holy fuck. And he's just like drilling into your heart. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh my God, I can't look away. Be my neighbor. Yeah, exactly, man. It's yeah. good. Anyway, I rec- highly, highly recommend. Yeah, well, I actually think Brittany watched it. She said she did love it, but I passed out. And I was like, I'm done. Sometimes you're in that mode, a oh, dad yeah. mode, where you're just rode off. Yeah, and sometimes you're not into a drama either, man. You got to be in the right mood for those two. Very true, yeah. yeah. Put one of those on at the wrong time. You're like, this sucks. <laughs> Next. Yeah, well, yeah. Or like a war movie, too. Sometimes I'm sometimes I'm really in the mood for a war movie. And then other times I'm like, this is way too deep and dark, man. Speaking of that, uh, Brittany, we're starting tonight because it's uh, leading up to November, uh, Remembrance Day. Yeah. November 1st, where Brittany's never seen him before, so she's excited. But we're starting Band of Brothers tonight. Oh, yeah. Amazing series. It man. is really Incredible. good. Incredible. Go yeah. figure. Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks on the topic. Yeah. And, uh, man, like, it's so incredible. So we're going to watch an episode at night all the way up to Remembrance Day. Yeah. And then I'll watch Saving Private Ryan because it's like a. Man, Saving Private Ryan is another one where when you watch it as, like, an adult, like, as, like, in your 30s, there's so much more nuance to that movie that you didn't pick up when you were a kid. I started crying when I watched that movie. Like, it's it's so sad. It is. Terrible. There's, like, a scene, and you'll, you'll notice, I don't know if you've watched it in a while, but, like, there's a scene where they first storm the beach. Yeah. And they're just getting fucking massacred. Yeah. And they're laying on the beach, and they're, they're basically, everyone there is kind of out of ammo, and, and, uh... And um, the Tom Hanks character, whoever it is, he kind of looks around and he's like, he's like, all right, go collect weapons and ammo. Yeah. And his sergeant looks at him like, dude, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> and, like, and you, as like, a kid, we gotta keep fighting. Yeah, as a kid, you don't put that together. That like little connection, like yeah. that that they have. Like, you're gonna send our kids out, our our guys out to get murdered right now. And then yeah. he's just like, and then he's like, it kind of gives a look like he doesn't question the order, but he kind of gives that look like, all right, fuck. Yeah. Like, go collect weapons and ammo, and then they're all. And then there's a quick scene of them going to grab weapons and, and and ammunition off basically kids who are dying and asking for help. And all they're there to do is grab the fucking line of, like, bullets and run back, right? Yeah. And it's like, and then you, there's also scenes, quick scenes where you see... I don't know if you're going home or not, but it was... Oh, point. yeah, sorry. I'm, I was kind Move of... Move around. Yeah. Sorry. There's I'm also no rush. There's also quick scenes where you see the mm-hmm. look on those kids' faces dying and they're just like... 
oh, I get it. Like, you're just here for the gun. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And they're just kind of accepting the fact that, like, this is it for me. Yeah. So, so fucking crazy that that is a situation that happened for real and is happening, like, now, too. And we can't seem to do any fucking thing about it. No. This way? Uh, keep going all the way up. We'll loop right around. We'll come down the other street. Okay. We'll good. go left at the very end of this one. Unless this one's straight up. But... Yeah. Did you did you watch Fury? The, the Brad Pitt uh, Yeah, I, I love that movie. That was a good movie, too. The only thing I didn't like about Fury was the colors of the bullets in the movie. Well, they had tracers. That's that what it was? Yeah, that's real. <clears throat> oh, I actually did not know that. Yeah. So I thought every... it was like a fake CGI thing. No, no, no. Like, in, in, in combat, like, every fifth round or something has, like, a, a, a glowing, like, tracer on it. So you can oh. see where you're shooting. No word of lie. I yeah. never knew yeah. that. It's real. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. Well, they, they actually apparently explained... there's nothing bad about the movie. <laughs> well, the end scene where, like, one guy is fighting off an entire SS battalion is kind of It's a little over the top, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this one here. Yeah, they can't figure out how to just stand back and bazooka this <laughs> this tank. Yeah, and like you know, I respect what they did in the movie, I guess. But like, really, they they want they didn't have to hang there. They could have just kept going. Ah, uh, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. You know, other than that, like you know, I love the movie. And Brad Pitt was amazing in that movie. Man, I'm a huge Brad Pitt fan. Yeah. <clears throat> so am I. Uh, I. I like to see him. Like he's at the age now too. He can be in so many war movies. But I think he's just done so many of them that he's just like, eh, you know, I don't really want to do anything. Yeah, I always wonder about guys like that who really don't need the work, and they're when they take a role, it's because they think it's a cool role usually. Yeah. So this one here. Um, like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. You know, in the interviews, you see, you know, like Brad Pitt and Leo were talking, like, how do we play the role of basically two washed-up actors no one cares about anymore? And he's like, well, yeah, go, that's, that's, uh, that's go what figure. we are. <laughs> So it was actually pretty funny. They're yeah. like, it's it's so easy to play this role right now. Like, yeah. it's sad because man, they're they're incredible actors, both of them. Yeah. I was so happy. Unfortunately, we have to end this episode right there. Sorry if I cut off something you were interested in hearing. Don't forget that full uncut original season one episodes are available at fatherfigure.pro. Thanks for listening.